mā tōraurau, mā takurau, ka ora ai te iwi. Now, this whakatauki means that with my food basket and your food basket, the people shall be fed. But the same can also apply to servers, and that from my work and your work, the people will benefit. In a sense, that's what Nakaihanga Uku, a collective of Māori clay makers, have done. For over 25 years, they've shared knowledge, staged exhibitions in Wānanga, and the benefit is that more young people are taking up the art form. With over 25 years as a collective, five core members, Manos Nathan, Witaipa, Colin Ehrlich, Bay Riddle and Pairo Cornell, are exhibiting their work, about 60 ceramic pieces, in the exhibit Uku Rere, Nga Kaihanga Uku and Beyond, which launched on July 14 at Te Pātaka Museum, Porirua, which is where I joined three of its members for a kōrero. Uh, my iwi affiliations are Te Roroa, Ngāti Whātua and Ngāpui. Manos Nathan. From the Taitokara, of course. You asked earlier about the origins of Kaihanga Uku and um, I wanted to just make clear that in 1987, um, that was when we held our first national hui, uh, and that was at um, Bay Riddell's Papakaianga in Tokomaru Bay, in the heartland of Whanuarua Taupare, uh, that's 1987. But prior to that, the origins really go back to the annual meetings of Ngāpū Nawaihanga, the uh, Māori and Artist Writers Organisation. So every year we would bump into each other and work together for three days and we started planning you know, a more comprehensive, more extensive hui as the numbers of um, people that were working with clay um, we're wanting to come together and explore deeper level and we're wanting to share our skills and touch base at all sorts of other levels and we really wanted to do that uh, uh, in, amongst our own, within our own communities and so when Bay made the offer you know, for us to go to Toko, we, we went there. So that was the beginning, so they came home and we started planning for the second one which was the following year in 1988. And that took place on uh, Maimarae, um, Matatina, in the depths of the Waipoa Forest. And that's really been part of the kaupapa to, if, if and when at all possible, that we hold our, our hui on uh, marae base, basically. Ceramic artist Colleen Ehrlich begins here with her whakapapa. Most of the north. Te <laughs> Popoto. Uh, there's a story in there in itself and also Tararua, yeah, I guess you say what Ngapui Nui Tono really, yeah, connecting to all of those. But my home marae is or Ture Marae and uh we're a strange lot. We're basically Napui sitting in the middle of Ngāti Whātua territory at their invitation to one of my Tupuna Aprahama Taunui. So yeah, so that's us. I think we were all conscious of the fact that we were using a so-called new material for Māori. You know, remember at school where they told you that Māori knew nothing about bows and arrows and they knew nothing about clay, and we knew that wasn't right. So I think we really took a step in the right direction when we sought the advice and the matauranga of our elders, um, some of whom were extremely knowledgeable, had been part of uh, the Taitokuro Wananga in particular, 
leading us back into those cosmogonic stories and the use of clay. And then through research by some of us as well, knowing where clay had been used by Māori um, since the first time that they stepped on this land. Because we haven't got a ceramic culture, don't assume that we don't know about our natural materials in the whenua that we live in. And, you know, even for Bay discovering that in canoes, they actually made like little fire pits made of clay in the canoes. And we know that there were fire pits in the whare that were made of clay. There is a supposition now from some of the archaeologists who have been doing the research and the digs that they were even used as sanitation pits, um, which is just so hygienic because they can be used, left, and then the material as it dries can be fired and got rid of. So apart from the fact that we also knew its use as paint and in order to make the paint which was so strong it stayed on the bottom of the of the waka and you know when a waka's travelling through the water you you really have that resistance and that abrasion coming on well to do that you've actually got to fire the clay and then grind it back again and there are instruments in the Auckland Museum for sure where there's actually a grinding stone and the roller on the top which crushed all that clay so it's it's been a lovely journey coming back and researching and learning just how our people were using the clay of our land. Colin then talks about the founding members of Ngākaihanga Uku. At that particular time, Pairo Keneal as well, yes, and, and Bay. So the five of us, a lot of talking, a lot of getting together, a lot of sorting out the kaupapa and where we wanted it to go. And looking back to the use of clay, both here in New Zealand and in the Pacific, and the knowledge that we didn't have to go to places like Japan or Korea or England or the Mediterranean, that we actually had um, a ceramic culture here in the Pacific that was up to about 4,000 years old. And, you know, just showing people yesterday with quick glimpses um, the illustrations that, that I was showing, which showed the forms that the people were using um, 3,000 years ago with the Lapita culture up until we get to the plainware, you know, about 500 years ago. And then, of course, we've got people like um, the Fijians, particularly the women potters, who have continued with that ceramic culture. And it's really wonderful meeting with them and sharing with them. And because it's um, a tradition that's been retained by the women, with Pairo and I going there, they shared with us things about the clay that they haven't ever shared with the men. And particularly the researchers, Pākehā researchers from New Zealand, who have written about them. But it's woman's knowledge. So, you know, there will be places where it will be the men who do the clay and it will be our brothers here who will get that information from them, but they won't share it with us as women. We've got to be conscious of those things. We Taipa. I'm from Te Arawa, Ngāri Pukaue, Ngāri Pikia. I live in Whanganui and um, uh, that's where I uh, work from and... Uh, sort of uh, in isolation 
yeah, I've, I've got my own studio yep. and everything like that. But, um, you know, we're through our, our um, hoos and things like that. We're, you know, we're, we were always meeting up with each other and things like that. When I started working with Clay, I sort of, when I say in isolation, I um, worked as a social worker at Kohitere, right. boys' home. And, and I started using clay with them, and it, was, it didn't take me long to realise that these young fellas that I was working with mm. were engrossed and would get engrossed with the clay. And their concentration span from a blink to an hour to a day, it just expanded like that. And then, um, so I could tell them stories about our culture then because they were listening and they had it in the background of me just continually talking about, you know, what I'd learned as a young young boy and uh, with my father, who was a, who was a pastor with the, with the Church of England and travelling around, you know, from uh, Marae to Marae and you know the um, so there was a lot of things that I learned. You know, eating uh, some of our, our at our marais on on the farkis on the ground and things like that. Um, so there was all of that that was going on, and it, it, it actually made me think about my younger days mm. because I had to tell them all these young fellas, you know, like what I was what what when I you was, were their age, yeah. And things like that, eh? and um, coming to the first hui with um, with Bay and them and uh, the others, it was it was then. I was just I'd ha I'd had an exhibition, and I was told to pack it up and put it in my truck, and we're going to this to this hui, see? Yep, yep. In 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 Tolica. and um, so anyway, so I packed it up and that, and I got up there couple of days go by and then this guy mm. that was sort of my mentor, George Coges, an American guy who taught at Whanganui Polytech, he was he was in charge of it and he, the bugger sprung it on me eh and <laughs> I'm thinking like we've got guys like Sandy Adset, Cliff Whiting, yes. all of those you know all of our, yeah all of our, all of our tunny runners there you know <laughs> And I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, Jesus, what have I got myself into, you see? And um, So you were nervous about having to... Yeah, show them my work, because I, I never... Did you know who these the men, the you knew who these men were? Oh, yes, and yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, but I just, I just re-met um, um, Manos, because as kids we, you know, he lived in Porirua and, yes, and that, and yeah. that's right, and... Uh, and and over the hut uh, where his father had a business and so you know our connections and then it was it was sort of like um, separated for a little while mm, mm. but um, like the uh, like the umbilical cord <laughs> you know um, we uh, we came back together yep. and enjoyed a, a real good weekend I remember standing up in the marae in the meeting house and saying well my piece, eh, you know, I didn't know, I didn't want any rules and regulations like, you know, on uh, Harakiki or or or, um, or the Fukairo, you know, uh, oh, carving. But 
when you get into the into the actual uh, involvement of it, there are rules and regulations that we've got to abide by. All right, mm. and but in in saying that, that's where we get our concepts from, yeah. and the concepts that come out, and each one of us, you will see, um, if you have the have the privilege of seeing the show, um, uh, you will see the differences between each one of us. The only thing we've got in common is that we're we're Maori. <laughs> and we're mates, <laughs> you know, and and we and we've also got um, uku, yes, you know um, that 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 we we get our fingers in and 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 um, and play with and play with it, and you know looking at at how our people um, used the earth making making um, fortifications yep. and palms, ah. you know, yep. digging into it. Mm. The uh, using it as as a as a garden and mm. digging that up, that's a piece of sculpture from bird's eye view, looking down, and then the growing of the of the vegetables and things like that. So all of those sort of things and the off the off things of the co uh, the uh, core with the with the with the, with the, digging the digging stick and all those little things. Yes, you know. They give us um, uh, shapes to work with, mm. and you know, and things like that. So, um, you know, and, and I'm thankful for all of those things that our old people did. You know, like if you look at um, the a scythe, for instance, a scythe, the action of using a scythe, the new scythe for us is the weed eater. <laughs> the weed eater. Yeah, well, it's the same action. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, true, it's yeah. just got a motor on the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we're not too we're not too slow and working using those <laughs> things. You know, like and now instead of instead of the stick, we've, we've got a shovel. You know, a spade mm. and things like that. Nice, yeah. But when you look at the shapes, and you you can look at them and you you can find out other where the, those sort of shapes were used. Uh, for um, making the tunupa, you know, and hitting the wood and the big paddles and things like that. So, if turning it upside down with the handle and the the shape of the shape of it, there's there's a shape of a, a container for you. If you ever look at my work, it's I'm talking about the whole thing about digging up the land and mm. using and using and um, all the core five five um, the circ. Uh, Curvilinear things are, are like roads, and the Fenua line is the is the main road going up, and we're running off onto our farms, and then we have these little patches of um, ground and things like that. And it could be, you know, just simple thing of Manos ringing me up, or Auntie Colleen ringing, ringing me up, or somebody ringing me up, and we're talking, and all of a sudden I, I I'm a more of a visual man than a than a than a talking man. Um, <laughs> You're great. <laughs> no, well, I, I we had a speech yesterday, you know, a, a panel, panel discussion. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I, yes, yeah. So it's still fresh in my mind. Oh, I haven't good. forgotten everything. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's basically um, you know oh, me, and uh, I'm also conscious too of one of the things that. 
that I can remember when I was being brought up was doing things right as a Māori, like being in Wanganui, all right? But my people in Te Arawa yeah. don't know what I'm doing. And I'm always conscious of my people back home, you know, and that's one of the rules that I that I keep for me with my work, and that is to respect Papa Tūnuka or the materials that we work with. And then I, then I, I know that my people back home, they'll back me up on that. Kia ora, we. Oh, thank you, and thank you to everyone <laughs> out there. Our exhibition will be up for oh, um, three months, yeah. and for the wider audience, um, it will also be travelling for uh, two years. So um, there are many more centres that uh, you will be able to um, see our work and um, appreciate it. So Ukurere, when it leaves uh, Pataka here in Purirua, it's going to Whangarei, the Art Museum in Whangarei. From Whangarei it goes to the South Island to the Suta Gallery in Nelson. Oh, Nelson, yes. Yeah. I've been there. There's about, about three months <laughs> at each venue, I think. Uh, then it's Tairawhiti up to up Gisborne. to Gisborne, Waikato, and uh, it goes... Oh, Palmerston North. Palmerston North, and it, it, it ends up in Auckland during the festival in 2015. Object space. Ob, object space. So, yes, it's a, it's a comprehensive tour. It does show our practice over quite a long period of time. Yes. So, you yes. know, if you've got works from the mid-'80s right through to uh, works that are... We pulled some works out of the kiln, you know, a few weeks ago. So wow, amazing. It's, it's quite a, a, long, a long sort of stint of time to show our work. Kia ora, kia ora, Justine. Uh, kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora, we heard earlier from Colleen Ulich, Wee Taipa and Manos Nathan. For links about Ukurere, Ngā Kaihanga Uku and beyond, you can head to our webpage radioNZ.co.nz forward slash tiahika. To follow us on Twitter, we are under at RNZ underscore Tiahika, or yes, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Tiahika, that's T E A H I K A A.